0: Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing you regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness. With your host Dan Nun. Hey, thanks for tuning in today to Nun Report. We've got all kinds of stuff. We got uh, oh, we got electric buses going bankrupt, companies going bankrupt. We've got Joe Biden doing an interview on the Weather Channel. He's in Arizona today, talking climate change, of course, and doing something in the uh, in the Grand Canyon to. To do something or other, but um, at any rate, you know, it's all about climate change, the climate hoax, climate scare, whatever you want to call it. People, it's bullshit. It's absolute and utter BS. They've been telling us, I'm, look, I've been around on this earth for a little bit of time and my entire life it has been one climate scam after the other that has proven to be utter and complete bullshit. None of it's come true. Much of it has turned out exactly opposite of what they said was going to happen. And, and people are still buying into this. Why would you buy into this? Man, you, you know the climate's changing. so what? God. And, and we're gonna we're gonna fix it. We're gonna fix it by bringing in solar panels and wind turbines, all of which are made in China. Oh, while we sell our strategic petroleum reserves to China so they can power their plants to make our solar panels and our wind turbines and then we're going to destroy massive amounts of land and sea here in the United States, environmental disasters waiting to happen by putting up these wind turbines that kill all kinds of birds. We put them in the ocean that kill all kinds of fisheries. We're going to put fields and thousands and thousands and thousands of acres of solar panels out there where we could be planting crops and trees. No, 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 no. So we're going to do that. The climate, the, 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 you know, the and, and, oh, guess who's making a shit ton of money off of it? Oh, politicians that are invested in these companies? Maybe, maybe China. The Biden economy continues to fail and falter and fall flat on its face like everybody knew that it would. The Ron DeSantis campaign is in its 260th reset. It's going to, he now has a new campaign manager, which is his chief of staff. So he brought him in to manage his campaign, man. I don't know how many resets, they, how many reboots or resets, whatever you call it, they have to do to their campaign before they just, man, he's in the single digits in the New Hampshire, the latest New Hampshire poll. Ron DeSantis has fell into single digits, man. <laughs> because he's going woke, man, and he's going broke. You can't take money from all those, you know, <laughs> he thought he was going to take Trump supporters and Trump voters, man. He's out of his mind. Out of his freaking mind. We have uh, the border in crisis, of course, because while Joe Biden is down there in Arizona giving speeches about green energy and all the climate scare crap, not far away from him, people are dying. Children are being sexually trafficked. Fentanyl is coming over the border. Children and and adults are living in cages in 115 degree heat. Think of that. Because the Border Patrol is tasked with an impossible task, and that is to manage the massive number of illegals that are coming across the border. Well, they don't, they're not illegals because technically they've applied for asylum. BS, man. This, look, they're illegal aliens. Let Call them what they are. I don't care if they filled out something on an app. They're invading this country. They're coming across our border. They need to be stopped. It's time to stop them. In fact, it's past time to stop them. I don't know what the end goal is, but good grief. 100,000 people a year are dying in the United States from fentanyl poisoning, most of it coming through Mexico with ingredients that were provided to the manufacturers there from China. Oh, yeah, the border is secure. The border is good. It's all good, man. Sanctuary State, Massachusetts has issued an emergency order (laughs) because of the the massive number of illegals that are flooding into their state. We're going to talk about that a little bit too and to sanctimonious. But first I want to remind you a little bit about the past. Man, how long... People have such short memories, man. And politicians have even shorter memories. It wasn't that long ago. Remember when Obama touted he was gonna do all the green energy stuff that Joe's trying to do too? He this was this was a big deal. He was gonna bring usher in the new green energy economy, the new, you know, environmentally friendly economy that was gonna destroy jobs across America and completely destroy the fossil fuel industry and the energy industry in this country and threaten our energy independence. At least he didn't drain the strategic oil reserves like Biden has. But remember a little company that, uh, and, and this wasn't the only one, by the way. So Biden put out a, ma- or Biden, Obama, Biden, Ob- 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 biden let's just call him that. Obama put out a massive energy plan. He spent tons of money. They gave our money, not the government's money. Remember, the government doesn't have a single cent, not one, that it hasn't first taken from you. Not a single penny belongs to the U.S. government. It's all... Your money, my money, our money. And the federal government has done an absolutely horrible job being stewards of it. All right, so where was I? Oh, Obama and his, his climate scam. That, I mean, it's been going on my entire life, man. Solyndra, how about that? They went bankrupt. The, we, we gave them tons of US tax dollars. You remember that back in the day when our buddy Barry was in office? President Obama's taxpayer-backed green energy fails. It is no secret that President Obama and <laughs> green energy supporters from both parties foray into venture capitalism has not gone well, but the extent of its failure has been largely ignored by the press. Sure, single incidents garner attention as they happen but they ignored his past failures in order to make it seem like it's a rare case. It wasn't a rare case. It happened across the board. Happened across the board. Oh, and what was that again? Um, The four, the, Oh, the government's foray into venture capitalism has not gone well. When has the government investing in private corporations ever gone well? It's not their business. That's the free market's business. That's capitalism. That's what the United States is. It's a free market economy. Private sector will take care of itself. The government just needs to get out of the hell get the hell out of the way. Let the free market handle itself. Let the free market create jobs. Let the free market employ tons of people. And of all these people and all this money that's generated, the tax revenue actually ends up being higher because you have More people paying less tax, but the numbers, it's a numbers game. Create more revenue. But no, no, no. They want to, because it's not about, it's not just about money to these people. It's about control. After all, they're smarter. What other companies did Obama invest in that went completely T-U? Evergreen solar twenty five million. Spectrowatt, five hundred thousand, Cylindra, five hundred and thirty-five million, beacon power, forty three million, Nevada Geothermal, ninety-eight point five million, sun power one point two billion, first solar, one point four six billion. Wow. Bedrock and Brown, one hundred and seventy eight million. And the list goes on and on and on. And that was all taxpayer money. Most of those companies are now bankrupt. And now we're going to repeat the process again because we've decided, not we, the government, Joe Biden and the extreme commie Democrats have decided that, oh, we need to, no more fossil fuels. We must rely 100% on electric, which by the way has a larger carbon footprint than fossil fuels. And it's more expensive. So you're going to destroy the economy, you're going to destroy livelihoods. You're not building jobs, you're wrecking you're wrecking it. Joe Biden is wrecking the American economy from the bottom up and the middle out. Period. And there is no way around that. It's happening right in front of our eyes. If you don't want to see it, I'm sorry. Meanwhile, a company that Biden, uh, Biden went and toured their factory, uh, they, they promoted them a lot for building electric buses. Well, they've, guess what? They've, they've gone the path of cylinder and they've gone bankrupt. Check it out. You see that? Going green, losing green. Well, listen to this. EV manufacturer Proterra has just filed for bankruptcy. Grady Trimble with us on this. They've got a strong tie to the Biden administration, right? Yes, Stu, in fact, President Biden seems to have been a fan of the company that's now filing for bankruptcy. Back in 2021, the president took a virtual tour of the electric bus and battery makers manufacturing facility in South Carolina and energy secretary Jennifer Granholm sat on the company's board before taking on the cabinet position. Granholm also sold $1.6 million worth of shares in the company in 2021. The Energy Department said that was above board and met its ethical standards. But Granholm and a number of senior Biden administration officials have faced questions over owning stock in companies they could be involved in regulating.
1: 28 Energy Department officials own stock in Exxon. 17 officials own stock in Chevron.
2: 15 hold stock in both.
3: And they may not be doing anything related to fossil fuel. Uh, It may just be part of their portfolio. But it it doesn't involve or influence in any way our actions.
0: It doesn't involve or influence in any way our actions. Then how come politicians make so much money when they're in Congress? They go in there broke and they come out multi-millionaires. (laughs) not, Not a very big salary. So the electric bus company that was making electric buses, Proterra, they've gone bankrupt and this was This was a company that the Biden administration touted, uh, a a company that they promoted, a company that in fact, in the 2021 so-called infrastructure bill, more tax money giveaway to all their buddies. That was his first one The you know, the big, huge, (laughs) they just, they just keep giving away our money and not to benefit us, just to benefit them. Anyway, in 2021, they gave away uh, millions of dollars to this company, uh, Proterra, as part of the infrastructure bill. And now they've gone bankrupt. Check this
1: out. Right now, we're this was way behind China, but you guys are getting us in the back game. Back in 21. You guys are getting us in the game. It's going to make a lot of difference. We're going to end up owning the future, I think, if you keep we keep out doing here. what we're doing. When you start making 1,000 buses a year, what are you going to, you're going to need more room for your customers, aren't you?
0: <laughs> yes. <sir. laughs> Boy, you know how to pick them, Joe. Doesn't the government just know how to pick him? He also said this.
1: To innovative younger companies like Rivian, building electric trucks, or Proterra, building electric buses, which I saw at a virtual tour last year when I met with the CEO, one virtually, and they, they really impressed me.
0: These companies are losing billions of dollars. The smaller companies cannot absorb that. They're being forced into a market that's not ready for their product. They're being forced by the government to do something that the free market has not yet accepted. And the infrastructure is not there for. Ford can afford to lose $74 billion more than what they had already planned on losing on their electric vehicle division. They already knew they were going to lose a ton of money. They lost a ton of money. Tens of billions of dollars. They can absorb that. Companies like uh, Rivera and Proterra cannot. Rivera just had a massive recall on their trucks. Hundreds of thousands of vehicles got recalled. Battery issues. Now imagine that. Weird. Who would have thought that would ever happen? Who would have thought that was possible? Well, I think most people could. Here's the headline. Here's one of their buses. Uh, EV maker Borterra was getting us in the game. It just declared bankruptcy. Yay, good for them. Meanwhile, down on the border, Biden, and this is kind of tied into it because he's down there. He's not on the border, excuse me. That'd be horrible. He would never go to the border. Why would he go to the border? He's in Arizona, though. And he's giving a speech, of course, about the environment. While he's dedicating some monument or something in the in the Grand Canyon, but while he's there, he's sitting there talking about the environmental catastrophe, the climate catastrophe, the existential threat to the United States. The greatest, yeah, I, I don't know what's more, what's a greater threat to the United States? Do you think uh, the 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 climate change or white supremacy? They can't seem to make up their mind. Apparently, it's both. Could you imagine if a white supremacist owned a a uh, solar power company? What in the world would the Biden administration do? They wouldn't know what to do. Do you arrest them or do you give them billions of dollars? I don't know. Check out. In
2: Phoenix right now is that we had like over 200 people uh, die because of uh, 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 the heat. That's what we're being told. Heat deaths, heat related deaths. And so we had a big summit with uh, President Biden and with uh, Mayor Kate Gallego, and they were talking about all the things they can do you know, to, to, to curb the climate crisis that we have. They're talking about planting a billion trees In the desert. Also, they're going to have mobile cooling stations and set cooling stations and a home heating office. And they're going to go around and they're going to make sure that the workers have mandated water breaks. All of this because it's hot in the desert in July. Will I have a better idea? Why don't we tell the truth about the people who are dying in the streets here? They're the homeless. And why are they dying? Because they are on fentanyl. And when they get all drugged out, they lay on the hot asphalt. And if you lay on asphalt, when it's 114 degrees and you don't get up, you're going to die. That has been the bulk of the heating deaths in Tucson. And they're using those people to push their global climate warming, climate change agenda. It's despicable, but that's what Democrats do.
0: Yeah. So allow all these illegal, these massively powerful drugs to flow across the border so that people are passing out in the streets. Have you seen these people? Come on. If you live near a city, surely most people that watch this have seen videos, but I've seen it in person. I see it even in my small town, which is 45 minutes north of Seattle. It's not like we're right in the heat of it, but the cancer has a way of spreading. But have you seen these people? They just, they're just staring at the ground. What is up with that? They just stand there and hunch over and and, and stare at the ground. And then eventually they just pass out. So yeah, those aren't heat-related deaths. Those are Biden-related deaths. Biden is 100% responsible. He's complicit. This, this administration, through their open border policies, Biden said this, check it out.
1: Governor Hobbs, congratulations, and uh, you're doing a heck of a job.
0: Yeah. You're doing a heck of a job at being an illegitimate governor that never should have been elected in the first place because Carrie Lake is the rightful governor of Arizona. And she wasn't even there, by the way. He called her out, and she wasn't even there. You know this this border crisis is, is despicable. It's something that uh, is completely avoidable. It's something that should not be happening. It's something that is one hundred percent caused by the Biden administration's policies. You know, and I'm I'm preaching to the choir here. Most people that listen to this show get that. I know that, and uh, and I love you for it. But the, you need to. Just kind of say something, man. Don't be quiet. The way this changes is by, just like the the child sex trafficking, and that is by awareness and, and people not being quiet, people not sitting on the sidelines. Now is not the time to sit on the sidelines. Now is the time to get in the game. So please, um, please do. Carrie Lake, Speaking of, in Arizona, did have this to say. She she popped out this tweet. Joe Biden is in Arizona and isn't even visiting the border that he opened. Joe is responsible for the rape, murder, and torture of women and children at our border. Joe is responsible for the lives lost to fentanyl pouring across our border. At Joe Biden, you are a monster. And he is. He doesn't see himself as that. He's living his grand old life. He doesn't. He's not ever going to see that tweet. Whoever handles it, <laughs> Joe Biden is not tweeting. <laughs> we all know that, right? Joe Biden is not there on Twitter making his own tweets. No, he's got a social media manager who's doing that for him. And so what do we do? Well, here's what we do. We elect somebody like Trump. <laughs> Forget the sanctus, like Trump or Vivek Ramaswamy, but it's going to be Trump, Donald Trump, who we need to militarize the border. That's It's time to do that. We need to mobilize our military, our National Guard, and active duty troops, close the border, seal it, stop it, moratorium, no more applicants for asylum, no more crossings of the border, period, closed, you're done. Number two, take out the cartels. Paramilitary ops, special ops, go in. I'm not talking war with Mexico, so shh, knock that off because I know that some liberals, oh, Dan Nunn says he wants to go to war with, no, no, no. But if the Mexican government won't help us because they're corrupt, they're, they're complicit, they're part of the cartels, if they won't help us in stemming the tide of human beings and drugs across our border, then we'll do it ourselves. Go in, take out their supply line, take out their manufacturing plants, take out the leaders of the cartel, take out all their generals, all their all their big guys that are leading it, and take out the main head honcho and his family. We know where they are. We know where they live. I don't think it'd be that hard to fly a drone over Mexico and launch a little missile into the hacienda of the leader of the cartel and he would be no more. Decapitate the snake, cut off its tail and destroy everything in between. So you've got the the cartel leaders, you've got the manufacturing and the supply chain, and you've got the mules that bring it across into the United States. Shut it down. We have the ability to do it. The fact that we don't is just, it's insane. That, that we have within our power in a very short period of time to completely seal the border, stop the fentanyl from flowing across and stop the human trafficking from flowing across. We could do that. And we don't. The fact we don't is, is 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 astounding, right? Why are we not doing it? I'm not sure what their end plan is. I mean, the destruction of the America is obvious. So, well, and no, man, I don't have a Hunter Biden problem. I've got a little itch on my nose. Summer is, jeez, you people. So while Biden was in Arizona, Trump... Trump's in New Hampshire. Check this out. This is hilarious. And there you have it. The difference. I mean, it's like 2020 when Biden's in his basement and Trump is having camp. There's no... Biden did not get 81 million votes. There's no way now. Oh, man. But you look at that and, and there's a reason why they're scared. There's a reason why they want to put Trump in prison. There's a reason why they want, if they can't do that, to at least tie him up in legal issues for the rest of his campaign. And uh, the, the governor of... I mentioned it earlier, the governor of Massachusetts, it's a sanctuary state, by the way, they have declared a state of emergency. Check this out.
3: We are going to keep doing everything that we can to help families in need. We remain unwavering in our commitment to being a state and a people of compassion, safety, opportunity, and respect. But the increased level of demand is not slowing down and due to both a long-standing shortage of affordable housing as well as delays and barriers to federal work authorizations we find ourselves in this situation we're unable to move people from housing and shelter into permanent housing because of this so instead we've been expanding and continuing (coughs) to look for housing and shelter opportunities expanding shelter at a rapid pace, and it's unsustainable. For this reason, today I am declaring a state of emergency in Massachusetts. What this means is as follows. I am directing members of my administration to continue to utilize and operationalize all means necessary to secure housing, shelter.
0: What it means is using more tax dollars to house illegal aliens in a city where they're just freeloading where they're they're providing nothing in return they're not they're not providing anything of value. they're just suckers, they're leeches. they're blood suckers on society and on the American taxpayer. And a lot of them are criminals. And we're going to be paying for them for years. It's not just the initial cost, it's the cost of having to you know support many of these people who are going to end up in the prison system. When they don't even belong in the United States to begin with. You know how you stop the 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 housing and the shelter issue that not only it's not only Massachusetts, man, it's all across this country. New York is having issues too. These sanctuary states, the ones they said they wanted illegals until until they actually started coming there. You know how to stop it? Close the border stop them from coming in the answer is not to create more housing the answer see their answer is we just need to create more housing more government programs and and spend more money to take care of all these people that are coming in no stop them from fucking coming in stop them from coming in problem solved And uh you know it, I know it. We're gonna get on to a little bit of weirdness here for for a moment. And uh, today's today's show is gonna be kind of short. Yeah, I've, I've got, you know, I'm sorry, man, I have a lefty outside of the show. I do love you. I love doing this. I do. It's not work to me. this is this is cool. But I do have some things I have to do today. We're gonna get here's a little bit of weirdness today. Um, Kamala Harris, She has a way of making my highlight reels for weirdness like no other. I mean, how could she not? But listen to this again about electric vehicles.
3: In places like St. Cloud, Minnesota, CWA workers are building electric buses so people can get where they need to go.
0: Because we would never get where we needed to go Unless we had electric buses, and what is her obsession with buses, man? She loves the yellow school bus. I'm starting to think maybe there's some history there or something. I don't know. But she's always talking about the yellow school bus, and the electric bus, and the and the buses that go everywhere. I, I, I got to put together a super clip of Kamala's bus <laughs> bus quotes, man, because she loves she loves buses. But yes. She's happy they're making electric buses to get people to where they need to go. Profound, man. How did she get to where she got, man? She's an attorney. She's been a T.A. Attorney General. She certainly didn't get there with her her ability for debate, or <laughs> well, we all know how she got there. Anyway. Hey, um, if you're just listening on the radio today, by the way, um, or podcast channel, I put up a lot of video that probably didn't make a lot of sense to you because there wasn't a lot of audio to go with it. So make sure you go to rumble.com slash the nun report when you get a chance and you can check it all out. Anheuser-Busch is selling off eight of their brands. These are big brands. This has to be connected to the Dylan Mulvaney disaster. They lost almost $30 million So they have an $85 million deal with a New York-based cannabis company to purchase eight of their brands. And these brands include Beckenridge out uh, out of Colorado, Shock Top, Blue Point, Red Hook out of Seattle, Square Mill, 10 Barrel Brewing Company, Windmere Brothers, and Highball Energy. So eight brands. These are these would be considered more craft beer type brands, but yet they've they've reached the 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 I wouldn't consider them craft beers. I, I'm kind of a beer aficionado. When I travel, I go and what's the best local beer? Small brewery. I don't want something that's distributed nationally. I want something what's right here. Who's making beer locally, right here, right now? That's what I drink. That's what I call craft beer. That's what I call microbrew. That these They call on this craft beer, but Red Hook, none of these names, 10-barrel brewing, none of these are in any way, uh, shape, or form craft beer or microbrews, but Anheuser-Busch is selling them off. A cannabis company in New York has purchased them, and um, so interesting. I imagine they'll be infusing them with CBD here pretty soon, which I'm not necessarily opposed to, but, ah, man. Anyway, so there's my bit of weirdness. We have Anheuser-Busch selling off a bunch of stuff. We have Kamala Harris once again talking about buses. And we're going to move on to the economy. You know when we first, oh, oh oh oh, before we move on. electric vehicles <laughs> I, I, I touched on it earlier. the free market needs to tr- determine this, not the government. Electric vehicles are nothing new. They had them when I was a kid. They didn't work then either. They still don't work. People still aren't buying them, and they're still too expensive. But that's okay because you know what? Gas is expensive. So if you just think about that, then you're gonna be able to spend eighty thousand dollars on an electric vehicle. You know what? Even if it's only thirty or forty thousand dollars for a cheap throwaway that's gonna fall apart in 10 years, I own a truck. I've had it for 13, 14, 15 years now. It's solid as a rock. It's going to keep going for another 15 years. It probably is going to be the last vehicle I purchase. It's a big-ass diesel, (laughs) 3,500 full-ton Chevy Silverado, uh, as Tim Allen would say. It's a great truck, though, and the thing will run forever, and it will have a smaller carbon footprint in its lifetime than any single one of these electric vehicles will, probably 10 of them. But, hey, you're going to save money on gas until they decide to have a road tax and charge you per mile because they're not getting their ta- gas tax anymore. When Biden took office, the average price of gasoline in the United States was $2.39. Today, it's $3.82. A year ago, it was 4 And they're claiming victory because it's down from 4 to three eighty-two. So it's down, you notice they don't claim victory much anymore about lowering gas prices? because they've slowly crept back up. The entire drop in pricing was artificial based on them selling off our strategic reserve and destroying our ability to sustain ourselves in the case of an emergency to, uh, you know, to China and, and other foreign countries. It, didn't, it wasn't released in the United States to release our burden. All of that oil was sold overseas to decrease the world. Price it temporarily. But now we're right back up there. I live in Washington State. Gas is five bucks a gallon here. We're the highest in the country. Us in California and Alaska are competing. Alaska has an excuse. Even though they have a ton of oil, when a lot of it comes from there, it's not refined there. And it's very expensive to move it around and import it up there. So they have high fuel prices. That's been known for a long time. Just like Hawaii. The West Coast of the United States has no reason to have the highest gas prices in the country other than greedy politicians, lack of supply by Biden. I mean, look what he's done. He's destroyed our energy sector, but these are national averages, $3.82 a gallon. Remind you, when Biden took office, the national average was $2.39. Remember that when you go to the polls. Remember that. Remember the fact that mortgage rates, I mean, the prime, the prime The prime rate is up to like 5.5%. Are you kidding me? 5.5% for your prime rate. Mortgage rates are at 7.46% average 30-year mortgage. People can't afford the same home they used to be. It's pushing more people out of the purchasing market into the rental market, which is insane still too. We're in a bad place. it's not the bubble, it's not the housing bubble of 2009, but it is a dangerous place that we're at. These prices are not sustainable. People can't afford an eight percent mortgage and uh, and this affects credit card people credit card debt by the way over a trillion dollars. over a trillion dollars first time ever that the, the, the U.S. credit card debt, has, consumer debt has, has, has crossed that line. And a lot of those people will never be able to pay them off. And Biden sits there and says, oh, we're making the economy better, man. We're building it from the bottom up, middle out. And every, you know, kitchen plate items, man. We got the kitchen plate items. We're going to put them on the kitchen table. And when my dad, when my old man, when we would talk, we used to wipe, we used to wipe oil off our windshield when we were on the way to the, to the pool where I would be a lifeguard, and they'd rub my hairy legs. <laughs> God. What a fool. What a fool. How he's gotten as far as he has for as long as he has is one of the, it's the eighth wonder of the world. It really is. Anyway, hey, thanks for watching. I'm I'm about done here. I'm going to jump out and do a little bit of work. I'm going to take my dogs to the beach and do that sort of thing. If you've just been uh, listening on the radio or one of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on the Nun or rumble.com slash the nun report. You can catch all the video there. It's rumble.com slash the nun report. I'm on all the socials at the nun report except TikTok because I don't do that commie BS or scroll my website nunreport.com. It's all right there at one stop, one shop. Anyway, hey, as always, thanks again for watching. And until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.